Christian TikTok, still a thing. Let's keep it going. Get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, uh, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at some Christian pop culture. We're not here to get you saved. I can't do the same pun again, can I? Please do. I don't know. Yes, you must. We're also not here to tick you off. (laughs) (laughs) But if either of those things happen, we want to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. You could join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea. Yeah. How's your heart? Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Moving on. Moving on. All right. We got some Twitter things. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we're doing. This is what we do. This is what we do. Um, listen, I, I have a couple of things I have to talk to you about. Okay, great. Okay. So the first one is I saw this headline and, it's, oh. and it says <laughs> like that. I like how you're laughing before I even know what's going on. Do I need to play the Twitter theme or is the, are these news? The, these, these are news. Are news. Okay, the, yeah. It's great. not, not on Twitter. Okay. Um, it's, this is from, you're going to do it anyway. I, well, just because, yeah. Um, this is from relevant. We need a relevant drop because <laughs> I use them. That's where I get all of my Christian news. Okay. Which is. I'm sure fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay. We'll, we, we'll, we'll figure something we'll out. We'll figure something yeah, yeah. out. Okay. So uh, this is the headline. Should someone tell Jeff Bezos there's no need to spend millions of dollars on finding eternal life? Oh. Oh, wow. That, yeah. that hit deep. I know, right? Like, <laughs> I'm like, n- n- no, actually, let's, let's tell him. Tell him he doesn't need yeah. to spend that money. Yeah. Um, I, I can tell him where to find it. Wow. Okay. So, hey, this is the podcast to get you saved. This, I guess. It is. You're, it is today. Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff Bezos, if you're listening. Yeah, which obviously he is. Toe clearly. dogs. Yeah. I'll tag him in the, uh, yeah. in the Instagram. <laughs> and then he'll for sure listen. Yeah. Listen, give me a call. I can tell you about eternal life. Yeah. That's fantastic. So. I love that. Um, Here's another one. Okay. This one you're not going to like as much. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> Did you hear about this billboard featuring Donald Trump? No. In Georgia? No. Prepare yourself. Okay. Oh, no. So I'm not I don't feel good already. You shouldn't. Okay. I it it I feel oogie. Okay. It it has been taken down. Let me go okay. ahead and say this. Okay. Good, 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 good. Good news is it's gone. Good. Bad news is it was up ever. So this is uh <laughs> this is a billboard that was placed near Fort Oglethorpe. Oh, I know Fort Oglethorpe. In Georgia. Yeah. And it's a picture. On the right side, it's a picture of Donald Trump, and then there's a flag waving behind. And this is what the billboard says. Okay. Unto us a son is given, <gasps> and the government shall be upon his oh, shoulders. Oh, my gosh. And then right under that, in smaller letters, it says, Joint heirs, Roman eight, Romans 8, 17. <sighs> Burn it down. <clears throat> So um, last Sunday, my pastor gave a really good sermon out of Ezekiel uh, 22. Listen. And um, he, on purpose, was like, if there's any, you know, thing that you think is about today, that's just coincidental, right. you know, because he's trying to. Um, so in Ezekiel 22, it, uh-huh. I'm going <clears> to, <throat> uh, let, let, I'm going to, I'm just going to read this. It says, your leaders, your government leaders. Uh-huh. That's what they says. Okay. This is Ezekiel 22, 27. 
Your government leaders are like wolves who tear apart their victims. They actually destroy people's lives for money. And your prophets cover up for them by announcing false visions and making lying predictions. They say, my message is from the sovereign Lord when the Lord hasn't spoken a single word to them. Here... God is talking to Ezekiel uh-huh. <clears throat> about uh-huh. uh, about an election that somebody else was supposed to win because of a vision that someone had from the uh-huh. Lord and prophets. That, oh my goodness gracious! I listen when he read that. I just about came up out of my seat <laughs> first of all, and then I thought I have to I have to talk about this billboard. Yes, with, yes. with Seth, he's he's going to want to burn the whole place down yeah, when I yeah. read this billboard oh my to him. Gosh. Well. Can I just say, Ezekiel was written around 592 to 570 BC. I love that you knew that because I didn't see you look it up. Well, I did. Okay. okay, I didn't just know off the top of my head. But I'm just saying, for people who don't think the Bible is still relevant today, it's still relevant today. Yeah, yeah, it still is. (laughs) Yikers, dude. Seriously. Um, So again, the billboard has been taken down. But the fact that it was up at all, it wasn't up for very long, just a few days, but there. And by the way, I, I'm, I have no problem with, uh, with people wanting to support Trump. He, he's just not the Messiah. Neither is exactly. Biden. Neither is Obama. Right. Neither was Bush. Neither none was no, no, none of them were. Okay. None of them are the Messiah. If that's where your salvation lies, you're wrong. And so to give a messianic prophecy over a leader that that is incorrect. Yes. And then also to misquote it. Yeah. And then misattribute it yeah. because they put Romans 817 on there. I don't know that they were trying to say that the verse came from Romans 817 because no. they were also talking about being joint heirs. Yeah. And that's what it comes from Romans 817, but the the biggest issue with yeah. this whole thing is that Trump is not the Messiah. Yeah. And you know who who else is not the Messiah? America. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stop it. If you think America, America is not here to save the world. Yeah. Um, How? I don't understand. And when did this become a political commentary? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's not what the show is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> so anyway, there, there you have it. Yeah. Talking about like America not uh-huh. being the Messiah. Uh, America is uh, n- not in the Bible. There is a... Um, it, nowhere okay so there is uh there's a tiktok here um that i'm gonna play for you if that's okay uh-huh. um something that is not in the bible but people think it is white folks but some of y'all not ready to have that conversation are you <laughs> tell me something that's not in the bible but people think that it is <laughs> and homegirl came out with white, white folks <laughs> But some of y'all ain't ready to have that conversation, man. Well, so, man. <laughs> um, this is the beauty of Christian TikTok. <laughs> is that it's not all just uh, it's not all just uh, sermon clips. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. So there's some fun stuff to have. That can we, can we, should we get into? I think we should. Okay. Okay. So last week we did yeah. ten. Yeah. But you couldn't, we were only going to do 10, but you yeah. couldn't narrow it down. Well, I mean, I could have, but there was just so much gold. Yeah. And why not spread it over two episodes? Well, 
last week's episode was already pretty long, it, you know, and yeah. I kind of figured that's what was going to happen. Yeah. So uh, let, let's get into it, shall we? Yes. All let's right. Let's do it. So the first one this week is a, is one called Worship Leader Probs. Okay. So this yes. is Worship Leader Problems. And here's the great thing. Uh, the pandemic has done a lot of damage in, yeah. in, in to the church. A lot of people are going, but it's also given us a lot of content uh, of people doing videos of things. Right. Because everyone... Was streaming. Yes. And so um, here is a tongue-tied worship leader. All right, here we go. You're my author and my maker. You're my author, my maker, my ransom, my savior, my ransom, my hiding place. Um, yeah, apparently you're my rectum and my hiding place. By the way, we've all done this. We've all we've all gotten a little tongue-tied. <laughs> And said things that we did not necessarily mean to well, say. Well, and especially if the lyrics don't move yeah. with you. Over every situation, over every circumstation. Um, ever over every, uh, yeah, it, that's that's oh, uh, that's a lot of fun here. Here we go. This one's called The Lost Drummer. Here we go. Has anyone seen a drummer? Anyone seen it? Wait a minute, wait a minute. There she I'll is. I'll do it if by the way, I do love family churches that are like that, where it's just like, hey, anybody want to come play drums? Anybody got some drumsticks? So um, that this is so a, great. Yeah. So this is if you're like a, if you're interested at all in what, you know, what, what uh-huh. some of the issues are as far as trying to lead a worship department. All right. Good morning, church. Come on, stick into the worship this morning. <laughs> just people getting tongue tied, you know? You know, so. what what's your worst tongue-tied experience? Oh, um, <laughs> I need to know. I I really do try to like it. Uh, <laughs> um, you didn't know I was going to ask. Him no, that. I sure didn't. I you wish should I should have. Yeah. Well, what what's yours? What's yours? Well, the most recent one that I remember is when I was trying to sing "The Goodness of God" yeah. by Bethel. And the bridge got there, and I was really getting into it. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Yeah. Uh, with my life laid down, I surrender now. Yeah, surrender now. I yeah, surrender yeah. now is. Uh, I think I talked about it on the show after it happened. And of course, our friend Cliff was the one running sound that sure. night. Sure. And as soon as I got done, and I walked off the stage to go to choir rehearsal, I sent him a text message. I said, "Did did you hear that?" He goes, "Oh yeah. Oh yeah." <laughs> Great. Um, a Thanks. lot of the times it's me where my, my mouth just isn't working as quickly as my brain is, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And, um, and so what I'll do is the, and this happens more times than I care to admit. <laughs> it's when I attribute us to God's personality and God's personality to us, you know, uh-huh. it's like, you know, like, uh, we laid down our life for you. Like, no, we didn't. Uh, you laid down <laughs> your life for us. Okay. Like no it's, it's usually stuff like yeah. that when, when, uh, and it's usually when I'm just like either praying or uh-huh. I'll mess up words all the time. <laughs> I'm fine with word Cause they have, yeah. there's a screen, ah, you know, they know, well, yeah, they know. They what's probably up. know the song. Anyway. But whenever I'm like, um, I always mess that kind of stuff up. It happens. It happens a lot. It totally does. A that's, lot. that's why this account is so great. Yeah. If you listen, if you lead worship in any capacity at all, you need to follow them. Yeah. I actually follow them on Instagram. Oh, and nice. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Um, so 
This next one is also kind of in that worship music mode. Okay. Okay. It's called When You're MD. And MD is music director. Okay. Now, there's not a lot of videos here. They don't have a lot of followers, but it it is, <laughs> <clears throat> it brings me life uh-huh. and because it's kind of more some of those other issues. But what you get to hear is that some churches, you'll see one person that has a microphone. They look like they're talking into microphone or singing into microphone, mm-hmm. but you never hear them. Right. Those are your musical directors. Yes. They're the ones who are talking in a silent microphone to everyone else in the band telling them what's going on. Mm-hmm. So they'll tell them, you know, five, four, three. And that's when they play those chords, right? Or they'll say, okay, we're going to end it here. Big, you know, biggest trash can you ever heard. And, you know, you're trying to make, make, all, make a bunch of noise. So um, it's, it's fun to be able to hear from a, um, really from like the, the technical side. Mm-hmm. So this may not be for everybody, but it's, it's for me. So here we go. You're hearing behind the scenes of someone getting chewed out by the musical director. Okay, here we go. But I got good home training, so I want to welcome you, welcome you, welcome you, welcome you, welcome, 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 welcome to Sister Circle International. Jason, Jason, that's not what we're doing. Stop, it's too early. Y'all, y'all always going to church. She's just doing the welcome. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not, that's not funny. Let's get through this service. I don't care who get up there. Don't push. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. It's not time for that. You're always trying to go to church. You know, for us at Bethesda, it's our oh, drummer, Steve. Yeah, yeah. He has he has a mic. And yeah. it's it's so that he can count off or whatever he needs to do. Two, three, four. <laughs> That's what I don't really hear. <laughs> By the way, that was a good Steve. I've never practiced a Steve before. Just like him. <laughs> That's real good. But my favorite was one Sunday. And I think I may have been doing a solo. Okay. Or maybe it was a Christmas concert, and he was trying to get Brad's attention, and he goes, "Brad, Brad, 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 Brad." Somebody, I, hey, somebody, get Brad. Brad. I swear, twenty five times, and I'm up at the front, and I yeah. hear him in my ear, and I'm like, "If he doesn't shut up, I'm about to, I'm about to turn around and throw something at him." But Brad. he's in that dang cage. Yeah, my my favorite was. Um, one time it was the middle of service mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a step. He steps on a button to be able to speak on it. Uh-huh. Well, something had fallen on that button. So now all of a sudden was what you hear is the drums from inside the cage. Everything else cuts out. It's just <laughs> loud, just symbols is all yes. you're hearing. Ooh, and he doesn't play lightly. No, no, there, there's a reason he's in a cage. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. So that's when you're MD. It's kind of a lot of fun, fun to be stuff. able to hear uh, hear behind behind the thing. Because funny things happen at church. They do. And a lot of times you just don't know about it. And it's okay. And it's okay to laugh. Yes. And sometimes people say inappropriate things in choir practice and they get in trouble for it. I apologize to my music pastor for that happening <laughs> last week for me specifically. So... um <laughs> For me specifically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But other times things, you don't know that they're funny until maybe you kind of look at them later, uh-huh. you know? Right. Um, that's one of the reasons I like uh, church vibes laugh. This is just okay. church vibes laugh. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to pick one because they're kind of all gold. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible lets us know that while they were shouting, while they were, while you went down, I didn't do that. You did that. While they were shouting, shit. He said, y'all stop singing. Y'all sound bad. Sometimes I want to say that. <laughs> oh, listen, I, 
Okay. How about when you only have a $20 bill and the total is $19.99 and it's just... Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. You're in the praise shuffle. You're in the praise shuffle. Now, how, how you need a cane if you can dance like that? I mean, seriously. So... This one's just fun. Just oh, yeah. oh, praise shuffle. I love it. So so good. It's just it's just a lot of just kind of silly things like that. Yeah. So there you go. There we go. Just some funny yeah. church stuff. Because um, like I said, it doesn't always have to be have to be that. So here, this next one, we're still kind of staying in that funniness. Okay. Okay. But this isn't necessarily church related. This is a, a stand-up comedian, but okay. he's kind of like a faith-based stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. This is Jaron Myers Comedy, okay? All right. Here, here's one called Testimonies That No One Has, okay? I felt very lonely and misguided. I just I struggled so much. I was running with the wrong crowd. I was a sinking ship. Then I saw God's Not Dead too. And then my grandma, actually, she gave me this. Uh, it, was, it was a t-shirt that from a distance looks like it says Abercrombie and Fitch. When you get closer, it says a breadcrumb and fish. It was on Instagram. I just, I just saw this photo. And I don't know if it was the, the Bible in the background or, or the hammock, but it changed me. And I've never been the same. It looks like the Tide logo. When you get closer, it says Tithe. <laughs> my aunt finally made enough passive aggressive comments about my tattoos that I just realized in that moment like I needed Christ. Just stopped at a gas station one day, had to use the restroom, and I saw this tract. It said heaven or hell. And at that moment I started reading that I gave my life to the Lord in that quick trip bathroom. This one uh, looks like the Sprite logo, but it says Holy Spirit. <laughs> so um oh, what I what I like about this is that there's there's a lot of uh, it's actually pretty highly produced like it's uh-huh. it's good stuff. Now there are some other things where it's just him in the car, um, and, and it may not necessarily um, may not necessarily be about Jesus, but sometimes Christians it is. say things like you know people don't like me because I speak the truth. Um, and can I just be the one to tell you that people don't like you because you're a big old jerk. That's why I made these shirts to say, quit being a jerk in the name of Jesus. And here's why. It's because I get it. I've been that person. I have been a Jesus jerk before where you comment and you say things and you speak into relationships or situations that you don't have the context or knowledge of. But you're like, well, I've got the truth and I've got to share it. Uh, And what you do is you end up burning bridges and... Honestly, whenever I've done it, my motivation was never for the other person to be reconciled to God or for them to have a closer personal relationship with the Lord. It was always, I mean, nine times out of 10, it was always for them to know how wrong they are and more importantly, for them to know how right I was. So quit being a jerk in the name of Jesus, love others, care for people. And if your faith allows you to draw lines and be a big old meanie to people, it's probably not the teachings of Jesus. All right. Have a good Okay. Come on so, now. That'll preach. Yeah, right? Um, you know, because here's the thing. Um, I've had people correct me before. Yes. I've had it, ha- had it happen today. Um, <laughs> literally, I had it happen today. <laughs> and I didn't necessarily feel the love of Jesus mm-hmm. in the correction because what they weren't correcting me to bring me closer to Jesus. They're correcting me to make themselves feel better. Right. And, or to make you feel worse. Or to make me feel worse. Sometimes that's the goal. Yeah. And so, uh, you don't have to be a jerk in the name of Jesus. You don't have to. Don't do that. That's that's not what he called us to do. Correct. What did he call us to do? 
called us to love others. Yeah, it's weird. It's like the kindness of God leads us to repentance, not the righteousness or, or being asinine. It's not like, oh, yeah. the most asinine Christian makes the most disciples. That's mm. not, that's not yeah, how that goes. That's not it. So what about, uh, how about this one? This one says, uh, church camp crushes. Here we Come go. on. Sometimes I do stand-up comedy at church camps. So that's part of my favorite thing because it all follows the same schedule. Monday is fun day. Okay, the kids show up. They're meeting everybody at different churches and all that. But Tuesday is Tuesday. Tuesday, you got to identify who your camp crush is going to be for the week. And then you got to get to her before Zach does because if he gets there first, you're done. Okay? Wednesday, Wednesday. Now they are together. They're a couple. They're inseparable. They cannot be seen apart from each other. Thursday is like a honeymoon. All right? But Thursday night, he gets called into mission. She gets called into children's ministry. Uh-oh. Okay? Friday is possibly my favorite day of any time in the, in the whole year. It's like a Christmas to me. I get to watch all of them break up. Friday by day. Okay? They realize they live 20 minutes apart. They're 12. They can't drive. Okay? So it's got to end. And then the whole thing starts over again next summer. So true. It's perfect, isn't it? It is so, so true. So that is uh, Jaron Meyer's comedy. He also has uh, he has a show that he does with people. Uh, there's one thing that he does. Um, it's uh, it's kind of brilliant. He will go around town and post signs. It's like long lost love. I still remember you. Do you remember me? Call me. And like that's all essentially all it says. And then. He like listens to the voicemails. It's pretty great. So that is um, that's too too much for right now. And then he has bits from his stand up uh, on there as well. Uh, so there's uh, Jeremiah. All right, another stand up comic, and uh-huh. we mentioned him last week with the yes. jean shorts. Uh, but his own channel is pr- still pretty great. It's mm-hmm. Trey Kennedy. Um, <laughs> you're already laughing because he's just so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's goof. He's he's definitely goofy looking. That's my favorite. Which one? That one. When this couple- one right here. Yes. When couples first move in together. Here we go. Oh my, what are you doing? Ew, stop that. What? What? I'm just relaxing. That's comfortable. That's comfortable. Oh my, that's disgusting. Wash your hands when you're done. <laughs> did you hear that? Babe, did you hear that? No, no, I didn't hear anything. Go to sleep. Would you just go down there and check, please? No, if there's someone down there, you didn't exactly marry a Navy SEAL. So, <laughs> they're getting us, they're getting us. Hey, just because I'm a woman does not mean I'm doing all the laundry, right? I know, that's why I did a load of your laundry. Babe, are you serious? Did you... Did you run my full-length dress through the dryer? Mm-hmm. Yes, but I know what you're thinking. Don't worry. I put in a bunch of your sweaters to help kind of lighten it up, make sure it wasn't damaged. Mm-hmm. Guess it turns out I have to do the laundry not because men are sexist, but because they're morons. Get out of the way. <sighs> babe, babe, you're like, you're snoring really loud. No, I, wa- no, I wasn't. Pretty sure I would know. I mean, unless someone is chainsawing down a tree in our backyard, it's you snoring. Well, maybe someone is and they borrowed your chainsaw, Jason from Friday the 13th. Go to bed. I do this to look beautiful for you. Um, can I just say you didn't give me a trigger warning, but <laughs> that was creepy. What his mask? Uh, no. How much oh. all of I've had, I had, I've had all of those Listen, conversations. <clears throat> he's got a longer version of that uh, on Instagram, and I watched it the other day, and it is my biggest fear about of getting married is yeah. that. Well, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a legitimate fear, yeah, isn't it's it? Fair. It's it's not that it's not that bad, but it's it <laughs> very much is like the whole the I do remember the whole like um, I heard a noise. Cool. <laughs> Go see what it is. Why? Well, because what if somebody's in here? <sighs> Both dead. <laughs> we're I don't in know. trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble. You didn't exactly what, marry. <laughs> what'd you do when you heard a noise three weeks ago? Like, same thing. 
Same thing. It was always fine, right? It's still fine. <laughs> still and if fi- it's not, we then just go meet Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like we're we're good. So um, so that that there's a Trey Kennedy. Oh, no. We won't go into too much uh, more of his stuff just because you know why. Yeah, so he's, he does have this bit right now that he's doing with gender reveals. Okay. And his tag, one of his taglines is, uh, do less, God bless. Come on. Do less, God bless. Yes. So anyway, his gender reveal stuff, if you see those, you got to watch him. It's so oh, funny. That's great. So, okay. Next one is not comedy. We're moving out of comedy. Okay. Okay. This is one where it is not faith-based in any way, shape, or form. It is not okay. Christian. There may be profanity in here, and I just don't know. Okay. Okay. But I'm telling you this because it's going to be one that you want to follow. This is B. Dylan Hollis. And uh-huh. what he does is he finds old recipes that are super old uh-huh. and makes those recipes. Okay. Okay. Are you, you're, I'm, I'm here for this. Okay. I knew you would be. Here we go. Potato chip cookies from 76. Now sweet and salty things aren't anything new. You have classics like PB&J, chicken and waffles, fake friends, your in-laws. But this is crazy. (laughs) One cup of butter, a cup and a quarter of sugar, cream. No, that would be very indecent. Butter go butter. Aren't you fluffy? Two eggy teaspoon vanilla. Now's when we smash eight ounces of potato chips. Goodbye. Look who's fallen from grace. Shame. Two cups of flour. Three teaspoons of fluff powder. Now in goes half of the potato chips and a cup of chocolate chips. Oh, that's crunchy. Chill time. We're going to roll the dough in the potato chips. <laughs> You're insane. 15 minutes at 3.50. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the potatoes, the whole bag of potato chips. It's phenomenal. Wow. <laughs> so that that's all it, it literally is. Just that. Um. How about chocolate cottage cheese cookies from this 1955? This is given to me by my friend Shelby. It's called Quick Dishes for the Woman in a Hurry. In a hurry to take a dump. We start with a cup of margarine. It's like butter, but terrible. Two cups of sugar. Now we beat. That tracks for the 50s. Two eggies. Then an entire cup of cottage cheese. I hate cottage cheese. It looks like it's listening to me. Chunky. For dry ingredients, we need three cups of flour. A teaspoon of floof powder and a half teaspoon of floof soda. Half cup of cocoa. Get in! Finish with nuts. Don't have to ask me twice. Mix! Ten minutes, 3.50. Hello. <laughs> oh. Now that's just a good cookie. It is distinctly different, but good. So that's it. It's awesome. It's, it's like one minute. Yeah. Just one minute bites, and that's all this is. It's... um. Just in case you're curious if it's all great, here's something called jello jelly to meatloaf. We begin with a pound of ground beef. Oh! <laughs> Incorrect! <laughs> cat food recipe! Choke! It, it actually did look like cat food. Yeah, he screamed incorrect. <laughs> oh, that is disgusting. Yeah, but that, that most of them are like, that's surprisingly yeah. good. How did we make this? Ta- How, yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty great. Oh my By the way, I've had uh jellied meat before. Okay. When I lived in Russia, like yeah. they had it a lot. And um I had I've had jellied tuna. Ooh. It was seven kinds of gross. Only two kinds of food, seven kinds of gross. It was awesome. Awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. I I I just I have no I have no words. Well, speaking of things that make you sick, 
Um, the next uh, next one is IFB sermons. Okay, this is the one that ended up in your algorithm by accident, right? This one You're ended. Still not sure. Yeah, I don't know how, but man, <laughs> I am so glad that it has because it is uh, it's phenomenal. I think it might have gotten taken down as hate speech, not understanding that it was like um, you know. So was the the irony. account run by? People that are not a part of the IFB, right? Correct. It's people shining light on the gotcha. fact that that, gotcha. that some of the hate speech is there, mm-hmm. um, and people just like uh, you know, just misogynistic and yeah. yelling at people in the sermon. Hey, hey, young man, young man, don't don't you fall asleep on me. I'm important. I'm important. What I'm oh, saying is important. Word. You might say he's not coming back. Well, he ain't here now. Like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like where it's just people screaming. Yeah. Um, so there, there's, there's some not great things that happen. Mm-hmm. Some are funny. Some are, 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 are disturbing. Yeah. Um, but then there's some, sometimes whenever what you get is you actually get just some good, there, sometimes it's okay to just have some good preaching uh-huh. and good teaching. Last time we did a lot of good preaching. So yeah. This week, I want to do some good teaching. Can Alrighty. we do that? Let's do so it. So this is uh, Antica Wright. I believe it's Atika. I was going to say she did that because everybody was pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, Atika. <laughs> Sorry. I was probably saying it wrong just now, wasn't I? Yes. Well, there you go. Looking at. Yeah, just looking, looking at, at it, the phonetic and still, spelling. And I still. Here we go. Let's, uh, here's one called Attending Church After Sinning. Okay. Oh my gosh. He was out partying on Saturday, but then came to church on Sunday. Uh, yeah. If someone had had sex the night before, I would hope that they would come to church on Sunday. If someone got wasted the night before, I would hope that they would come to church on Sunday. If someone had had an abortion the day before, I would hope that they would find themselves at church on Sunday. Where have we gotten this notion, this idea that church is only attendable if that's even a word, if you've been perfect 24 hours before arriving. Church is not for perfect people. Church is for broken people. Church is a hospital for the brokenhearted. So I would hope that sick people would find themselves in church on Sunday. Whether you're sick with sexual immorality, whether you're sick with shame and guilt, whether you're sick with lying and stealing, whatever it may be, I would pray that you would find yourself at church on Sunday. Jesus says, come as you are, not stay as you are. So please, you have to arrive before that sin cycle can die. There you go. So, um, good she's, word. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So there's just some good kind of positive mm-hmm. feedback there. What about some good like actual like uh, like actual teaching? Mm-hmm. Can we do some some actual teaching yeah. here? Who's this? Uh, this one is Isaac Ferrer Ferrera 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 Jaca Ferrera Ferrera. It's French. Nobody falls in love. You might fall in like, but you got to choose to love. Uh huh. Liking is accidental. Love is intentional. You might fall into like, but you have to choose to love. Like is what is felt. Love is what is seen. It is the confusion of like and love that is the number one reason why there is racism, there is sexism, and there is ageism. No, love is not something that you fall into, but love is something that you see. Tell somebody, say, it must be demonstrated. Come on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Pray just- with me. Heavenly Father, we stand before you today, Lord, asking that you would meet us right where we are. Lord, you said, Lord, that you are near the brokenhearted, and there are those right now, Lord, whose hearts are broken. Lord, you are the one who restores us, who restores our mind, that transforms us, Lord, to embody you. So, Father, I ask right now in this moment, Lord, that you would restore hearts and minds, Lord God, that you would restore those who are in desperate need right now of you. 
Lord, I pray that you would heal, Lord, souls, Lord, that are in need of repairing. But for we know that you are the God of the restoration, that you are the God who heals. And we say that in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I, mm-hmm. again, if you add this kind of stuff to your algorithm, this kind of stuff will show up. It'll keep right? showing up. So, um, so that's why that's why I like this because this. I mean, it's good. You as you're going through, you'll just kind of get some teaching. You'll get like a po- bit of positive from Antico or or from from Isaac Frera. Frera. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so you'll you'll get some some positive words there or prayer, those types of things, and yeah. so uh, so it's good stuff. It's good yeah, stuff for sure. Good. I yeah. like that. Um, I also like his voice. Really oh, his voice deep. is solid. Man. Next time you come to Jesus with all your problems, yeah. your issues, your needs, remember this: Jesus's priority is your soul. He wants to save your soul first before he gives you a house, and he wants to save your soul first before. He gives you a husband or a wife. He wants to save your soul first before he gives you that job. He wants your soul to be filled with him before your belly is filled. And so next time you come to Jesus with your needs, know this, Jesus is checking your soul. And maybe meeting your needs will help him get to your soul. But it's your soul that is his priority. So that that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Okay, last one. This is it. This one is the last one. Yeah, we've done we've we've gone yeah. we've, we've we've done quite a bit. Okay. So, uh, this one is also good for some teaching, some preaching, but also simply because eventually he's going to post a response to the rise and fall of Mars Hill. <laughs> it is Pastor Mark Driscoll. Okay, um, one of the things I like about this is that there is. Um, he, there's like ask Pastor Mark questions when uh-huh. it's just videos of him answering questions. So like here's one. Hey Pastor Mark, is swearing a sin? Well, I better watch how I answer this one. So taking the Lord's name in vain, that's a sin. That's taking God's holy name and using it in an unholy way. As far as just certain words, bowling words, potty words, your construction worker dad's vocabulary, they may be a little colorful, but are they evil? There are times in the Bible, shock you, that God uses strong language. Uh, Jesus says that our righteousness is like filthy rags, or at least that's what the Bible says in the Old Testament, the New Testament. And that's really, really strong language. Sometimes the Bible refers to our religious works as dung, which is a very strong word in the original text. The point is the Bible rarely uses strong language. When it does, it does so to get our attention, to say something very clear and to shock us. And it does so infrequently. So I'm not saying you should always use strong language, but I'm saying that once in a while the Bible does. So it's something to pray about. Okay. So, I mean, does he answer the question? No, no, (laughs) No, he does not. not. But he gives people permission to... (laughs) To say, well, whoa, goodness gracious, just because I said he gives you permission doesn't mean, wow, yikes. And I always listen to Pastor Mark Driscoll. Yeah, okay, what about this one? Hey, Pastor Mark, is smoking weed a sin? See, this is where I kind of wish I knew what questions were coming. So let me just say this. If you're smoking weed right now, you're not allowed to comment on what I'm about to say. Smoking weed is not necessarily a sin because the Bible does not forbid it. Every pot smoker I've ever met only knows two verses. Every seed bearing plant that the Lord God gave is good and thou shalt not judge. Uh, in addition, it is part of God's creation. So there could be medicinal purposes that are verified 
but just putting it in brownies, sitting around watching Cheech and Chong, trying to live out fast times at Ridgemont High, and or just spend your government stimulus check on getting stimulated, bad idea, probably just foolish. Just say no to drugs. Okay, so... Um, um, I, I don't have an issue with his answer. I have an issue that he referenced Cheech and Chong yeah, fast, and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, 2021. Because the person that asked that question yeah. has no idea about either No, no, not a bit. Not even a little bit. <laughs> the person who asked that question is younger than both of us. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. So um, do you want to hear the one about his drinking? No, I don't. Okay, fantastic. So we're just going to skip it. So there's you go. There's 10. We got some funny ones. We've got some, uh, you know, some informational ones, Mm -hmm. some educational ones, and then also a little bit of preaching and stuff like that in there too. So so there we go. There's another 10 follows. If you put those 20 for that, the ones from last week, the ones from this week in your algorithm, you will have still garbage that floods in because, <laughs> because it's still because the it's still because it's still the tiktok so there we go uh you ready to get into the beat yes all right oh no not the beach not the beach ah! all right so this week's babylon b comes from the babylon b tiktok page okay. they have their own tiktok here we go here at the babylon b we understand how tricky it can be to pick up your bible and read it So that's why we put together this list to help you out. We've scoured the internet and asked the greatest theologians of our day to provide you with only the latest and greatest tips and tricks. Here are the definitive five best tips for reading your Bible. Number one, at any point this week, take a seat, open up your Bible, and read it. Wow, this is big if true. Can't be that easy, can it? Tip number two. With your Bible in hand, try opening it and reading the words inside. We really like this one, and it's proven to work every time. (laughs) Click the app on your phone that says Bible and read the words that appear on your screen. Okay, that was weird. It's like I could read my Bible anywhere now. Look at and comprehend the meaning of the printed matter in front of you by mentally interpreting the characters or symbols of which the Bible is composed. Whoa, this almost sounds like the definition of reading. (laughs) You're doing it. Point your eyeballs at an open Bible and see what it says. Now, we haven't tested this one out yet, so try it out and let us know what happens in the comments. Until next time, God bless. There we go. So five tips. They were all just read your Bible, read your Bible. over and over all and over them. again. Uh, there you go. Oh, no, not the beast. Not the beast. Ah! All right. What's your not for me this week? Okay. So my not for me this week is Chris Stapleton has a new song out. Okay. And it's called, well, <laughs> here's the thing. You just pulled it up for me. Yeah. I've never looked at it on Spotify. Okay. So I've only seen it in my car and you know, you, you don't maybe always see all of yes, the title. Yes, the scrolling title, yeah. yes. And I thought it was called You Should Probably. Okay. And we'll just just play a little bit. Let's let's Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah, so the actual 
actual title of the song is "You Should Probably Leave." Okay. And I didn't know the leave was there, so I was trying to figure out how in the how many syllables is he putting in the word "probably." <laughs> you should probably leave. That is so true. That's what I thought. That's like, what your not for me was yes. this week, and then I pulled up the and song. Then you pulled it up. I was like, "You should probably." I'm like, "Come on, Chris. I really like you, but I cannot listen to this song." Yeah. But he's singing, "You should probably leave." So I guess my not for me is me this week. <laughs> it's a lack of diction. <laughs> but listen, his most famous song is called Tennessee Whiskey. Maybe there was a little bit of that happening. Just a little bit. <clears throat> in the song. Maybe. Oh, okay. So now I can listen to it on the radio because I, I can you'll sing be along. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, of course. I mean, I was so mad. I'm like, I can't listen to the song yeah. if I don't even know what he's saying. If sure. I'm trying to figure out how many syllables he's putting yeah. in the word probably. Yeah. So, all right. Well, good stuff. Yeah. All right. What's your not for me? So my not for me is actually me this week because uh, I, I, ref- I maybe alluded to it earlier that um, I said something uh, <laughs> that I had to apologize to, to uh-huh. somebody about. Uh, we were <clears throat> We were singing a song in choir. And I might have said a little bit too loud in the room that a one section of a song that we're learning for the Christmas cantata uh, sounded like monkeys humping a football. Now, listen. Cantata. (laughs) Is it not a cantata? It's a concert of people singing. That's a cantata. I'm sorry. Did my my $40,000 education, I get to use one word you're going to make fun of me for it? What, you had to spend forty thousand dollars to learn the word cantata. Well, no, that, <laughs> I went to school before Google, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> says the Christmas cantata. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so anyway, anyway um, so what, you, did, what did you say about this song? I said it sounded like monkeys humping a football. Now, I want to okay. say that I do stand by this because. Um, it didn't make any sense. Mm. I felt weird being just around the situation. Uh-huh. And, and I knew that when we walked away, everybody was going to be dissatisfied. Now, I feel like Monkey Something of Football is pretty apt description. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she has pushed away the microphone. And I... So I want to say I'm sorry uh, and say that that was not for me. Um, yeah. Hey, Andrea. Yeah. That's a show. Thank goodness. Okay. But listen, our thoughts and opinions don't have to be your thoughts and opinions. They don't. We'd, we'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions about any things we talked about today. Any of the who, accounts we follow. Absolutely. Who are your TikTok followers? Let us yes. know. Who, who should we who should we be paying attention to? Um, also, a couple other things real quick. Okay. We've got two more weeks until our 100th episode. I, I can't believe it. And we've got people who have already sent in some questions and comments and things like that. like that. So so we're going to be able to kind of yeah. do that. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about all that. Yes. But if you have anything else, now's the time. Now's the time. You've got to send it to us. You yes. can send it to us through social media. Yes. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you run into us at church, let us know. Yeah. If you have our email addresses, if you follow us personally on any of those things, Listen, even we're if, making it easy. Yeah, yeah, even if you just follow us in our vehicles, don't do that. Don't that's, do that, that's, please. That's creepy. That's, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. That's too far. Uh, but yeah, just send us a question and yeah. then follow us on Instagram. That's the best way to, to find out what's going on. Absolutely, because, uh, you know, here's the thing. We're going to be back in a couple weeks. Yes. Right? Um, oh, we got to do the whole, if you comment, we'll give you money. Yeah. Yeah, and the best Not, thing you can do is We won't give show. you money. We'll give somebody else money. You don't know. You, you don't know that. You don't know that. 
I'm just saying. Comment I'm and coming. find no, out. No, no. <laughs> I'm not giving people money. Get your hopes up. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Yes. So the best way to compliment us is, is to, to grow the show. To grow the show. Great. We'll be back next week with, Bye, with another episode. <laughs> Till then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. <laughs> this is Dropping Sunday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>